Welcome to Paris and Bazcast, where we answer your property and finance-related questions. And here's this week's topic with your hosts, Gurdev and Anmol Singh. Alrighty. Welcome back to another episode of Paris and Bazcast. The elections are over. Yep. We've got new government. And the question on everyone's uh, minds at the moment is, what's going to happen to the market? How is the market right now? What's going to happen in the future? So here we are to answer your questions that we've received from our mortgage side of things, from our real estate side of things in the last week or so about um, what's currently happening and what is likely to happen. It is an open um, uh, forum, so you are welcome to add your comments and ask questions as we go. So let's, let's get this started. So I think... Up yeah, until we, last week, yeah, as we were just saying, discussing the auction clearance rates, what fifty nine percent last Saturday, uh, last compared to same time last year was seventy one percent. So the market is adjusting, yeah, de- definitely. Mm. Um, I think more properties will be coming on the market. Um, buyers are a little bit apprehensive at the moment. Mm. Obviously, the cash rate is going up as well. Yeah. So there's a number of factors out there that are that is impacting the market. Yeah. 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 So. Um, as basically what we have seen prior to the week prior to the election or actually on the election Saturday. Very quiet. We had the number of people that were coming through the open homes. Uh, they were saying, we'll see. Like, it just felt like tomorrow the world was going to end. Like, yeah. it's going to change, but we're still continuing on. Yeah. Uh, nothing dramatic has happened. Business obviously, it's business as usual. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, the promises made by the, um, uh, the two parties they're still yet to go through the official forces in the government, mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, to be debated before they become policy. So there's a, a number of things, conversations happening, happening, number of initiatives to help first-time mm-hmm. buyers to be able to address the supply factors and the demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, affordability. But I and think affordability. Overall, if those um, schemes do come into play, I think it will further enhance demand, which should technically I mean, here's a price. Exactly. Well. Yes, yeah. so it's going to be very interesting. Just like uh, before when the, the home builder uh, grant was, yeah, yeah, years ago yeah. When the Liberal government was in. Yeah. So I think, in terms of buying, I think there's never a right time to buy, mm. as we always say. Yeah. If if you're in the market, I know a lot of uh, clients that have pre-approvals out there that are expiring. They're creating urgency. They they want to buy before their pre-approval expires. Mm. Um, as the cash rate is also increasing, mm. um, the pre-approvals will become harder in the terms of the borrowing power will decrease yep. because assessment rates will go up. So what you can borrow with your existing pre-approval will probably be lower um, mm. in the next couple of months with the cash rate going up. So obviously with the, with pre-approvals in place, whoever's got it um, is just trying to it's, cash in and getting the property they want. And there's a lot less buyers out there at open uh, inspections. Yeah. So, but, yeah. yeah. But the funny thing is, right, people, uh, every, they we're creatures of habit. When we see other people acting, oh, my God, everyone's buying, we must buy, you're entering the market when it's competition. Right now, when there's hesitation from a lot of buyers because they are thinking that they're making the right decision by holding off, the market's going to crash, I'm going to wait until it becomes cheaper. You, those that are still buying in this market with less competition, you've got more variety to choose from. Definitely. You can, you know, go for the property you like and be able to negotiate well on that. So don't be put off by the fact that, oh, everyone's not buying. Yeah, this is so the time I'm not going to buy. 
And also, if you hold the property for long term, you're going to win at the end of the day. Anyway, mm. if you look at property price over the last hundred years, mm. if you hold property, you you will gain. So That's right. Nothing's getting cheaper. Labor's getting more expensive. Materials are more expensive. So construction, I don't see it getting cheaper in the foreseeable future. Yeah. So construction costs will be pretty high, I think, for the next couple of years. Inflation is is quite high at the moment. Yeah. Which obviously they're increasing the cash rate. Mm. So it's, it's never never a right time to buy. But if you, especially if you're upgrading in this market, I mm. believe it's a great time to upgrade. Yeah, because on those more higher price properties, you'll probably get a bigger discount. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, if you, so if you're, you, buying, you're yeah. buying, you're selling high, selling, yeah. and, and you, you probably, are, yeah. even if you're getting, if you're selling your property at a discounted price at the lower end, and you're buying, upgrading your property, you're probably winning at the end of the day. Mm. You're, you're buying and selling in the same market. That's right. Which, which, yeah. Mm. If you're doing that, you you win. Absolutely. So there's there's a number of factors out there at the moment. So, yep, cash rates are go, yeah going up. Um, in terms of mortgages. If you're looking at fixing your rate, I would advise to do a rate lock with the bank. That is very critical. I think we need to explain yeah. that a bit more so in detail. I'm, what exactly is rate lock? Because our clients ask this all the yeah. time and they get caught yeah. uh, when the time comes at settlement. Exactly. So can you just explain that in more so detail? Now, that means if you've been offered a rate by a bank, um, even if you, your loan's been approved unconditionally, you, you sign the loan contract at a certain rate. If the rate increases between the settlement, uh, between the approval date and the settlement date, you will get the increased interest rate if you haven't rate locked your your, your rate. Yeah. Now there's a fee involved depending on which bank you go to. Mm. But a lot of the clients we have conversations with, they'd be hesitant to pay the fee. Yeah. And, and then the time comes. And then if the, the rates are increasing, obviously you can't do much if the rates increase. You have to pay which the rate lock, is rate lock fee. Yeah. So, so I think it's rate lock is something in that this, yeah, in this market, market mm. when the rates are going up. You would take the gamble when the rates are going down that, oh, look, I'll just not lock it because by the time settlement comes, maybe my rate is cheaper. But right now, there is more chances of the rate increasing than decreasing. Correct. If you are getting a really cracker of a deal, a great fixed rate, uh, definitely rate lock, consider locking that rate so yeah. you get the same rate by the time settlement happens. because. By the time you have approval to the time that settlement, sometimes how many it can be depending on if it's a refinance, it could be two weeks, depending <coughs> on the outgoing lender with the discharge or mm. if it's a purchase settlement, normally what's 42 days. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of weeks always involved. So there's an element of risk there. And with the fixed rates, they normally announce it two days before, a day before. We don't even know. So yeah. you you got no option to rate lock it then. So you got to rate lock it when you're signing contracts or at that stage. Mm. Yeah. Because the banks have independently increased rates multiple times Definitely. in the last couple of months. Um, so even though the cash rate is at a, a bare minimum, we've still got independent increases by the banks. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about fixed rates. What is the cheapest fixed rate at the moment? What's the cheapest variable at the moment? It depends on which bank again, but mm. fixed rates are obviously in the, in the threes at the moment. Threes, uh, for, for that's still owner, cheap. For owner-occupied. The mm. base variable rates are cheaper at the moment, but obviously with the cash rate going up, they're predicting first week of June again. So obviously the variable rates will increase, but the variable rates are cheaper than... Fixed fixed so depending on your situation, do we go variable or fixed? Variable has offset accounts. Fixed, you don't have an offset account. Mm. So it depends on everyone's situation, where mm. they feel more comfortable. Yeah, so you've got to have a holistic approach. But if fixed is more suited to you, yeah. you want to be able to do everything that you can to lock yeah. a lower rate. Because let's talk historically, a 3% mm. interest rate for your mortgages, that is as low as it gets. Obviously, yeah. we've seen lower. Yeah. but as, as low it's going to get for the next couple of years. So yeah. if that is going to work to your advantage, talk to your broker if you want our advice. So even if even if you are speaking to someone else and you just want to have another person to run it past, 
where all is for you. Happy yeah. to hear you. So guys money, out. money is still cheap. I, I believe in anywhere up to four percent. Yeah, it's still, it's still cheap. Uh, a lot of the clients out there that haven't seen an interest rate rise um, since they bought a property or purchased property over the last couple of years. That's right. They've only seen a rate decrease. So it's a shock to the system. So it's a bit of a shock to the system. But look, money is still cheap. So. And I think there's going to be more opportunity in the next couple of months with more properties coming on the market mm. um, to buy. So if you're a buyer in this market, I think, as they say, cash is going to be king. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm. And let's talk about um, some of the ways that uh, we were talking about helping because right now everyone is feeling the pinch. Yeah. The you know, cost of living is increasing yeah. in every possible way. I was just hearing the news today from 1st of July um, electricity prices are likely to increase by 18%. Yeah, everything's just Which is crazy. And again, that's something that you want to have a look at before the 1st of July. Yeah. Start comparing because there is competition out there. You want to see what, to, what else are, the, are offering. Yeah. I'm certainly going to be doing that. Um, In terms of but, mortgage repayments, you can look yeah, at what week, can we weekly do? or fortnight uh, repayments. How does that work? So interest is uh, calculated daily and it's paid monthly. So obviously the more frequently you make the repayments, the more yeah. money you have in the loan, the less interest you'll be paying. So it makes a uh, difference over a 30-year loan term, definitely, <coughs> if you do weekly repayments. Mm. So every so, every little bit does count. Yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, you know, make sure you have cheapest rate on the market as well, depending if your fixed rate is expiring, because a lot of the loans will be expiring this land of this year or next year. Okay. So that's when the clients will start feeling when the interest rate is um, increasing. That's when you've got to see, have you got the best deal on the market? Mm. So do mm. get in touch. So weekly repayments as opposed to fortnightly or monthly are going to be better off in the long run, given Definitely. the fact that the interest is calculated daily and charged monthly. Yeah. Yeah. And also in terms of your salary accounts, I would, uh, if you've got a variable loan, uh, put in your offset account because the more money you have in the offset account, the less interest you pay. So mm. every dollar is going to count, I think. Yeah. And know, obviously, as we mentioned before, if you've got a fixed rate, you don't have the, the opportunity offset, to get yeah. the offset account. But what account. you can do, you can have the best of both worlds. You can do half, half, fixed, half, half. Half, uh, half fixed, half variable, Yeah. depending on your situation again. Yeah. So you've got a bit of certainty and you've got a bit of flexibility as well. Absolutely. Well, guys, this is a live show. If you do have any questions, more than happy to answer them for you. We are going through some of the questions that we have received during the last week. Mm. And Mainly also, to do another with- thing that we've uh, been doing to uh, clients is there's different markets out there at the moment. So That's some right. suburbs are still strong, where some suburbs are declining faster than others. That's right. So where it's declining more than others, I would say, is more the new estates, mm-hmm. where there's more new developments happening. Yep. So the uh, the value of the property is more in the build, not the land. Yeah. So just be a little bit careful where you're investing. Um, you got to see what LVR you're borrowing at, 80% or 90%. Mm. So I think where people are going to get hurt is where they've bought in new estates and they've borrowed 90%. Um, it's going to be a tricky situation if there's even a you know ten percent decline. They could be s- sitting at level equity or mm. negative equity. That's right. So that's where you got to be careful when you buy. Yeah. yeah. Opinion on market, David Lowe says. Yeah. Look, I think we are heading for a, a, a quite a significant a little, correction. Yeah, I, I think there could be a correction, definitely coming ten mm. to fifteen percent. Look, depends on when the cash rate fully reaches five to six percent. But I think. The market is correcting. Mm. Um, but when you look the prices since 2019, the prices have significantly increased. Even if the market comes That's back right. a bit. To um, the 2019 level, you've still you're, you're made still, money based yeah. on what it was it's from 2018, ahead, for example. It's, it's still ahead of the game. Mm. To buy or to hold, David, asked, <laughs> look, now, David, that depends on each uh, everyone's uh, situation. But obviously, if I was buying, I would 
it'll, if you get a cracker deal right now, why not pounce? Mm. And that's what, as we were saying before, Helen yeah. Sinahara, as we were saying before, if you've got the opportunity to buy in an area where you're not competing with multiple buyers, because right now, I mean, and in general, what we've seen is people are typically buying when everyone's buying. And obviously, yeah. that is going to impact your variety of your choice because you are um, stuck on where everyone is competing. And obviously, it's going to put upward pressure on your uh, the prices. But if you are buying and while others are not, it gives you the opportunity uh, to choose yeah. and to negotiate hard. So I think right now, uh, even from a vendor's point of view, mm-hmm. there is... Um, still a mindset that the market is still high. Yeah. A lot of vendors are still thinking they're yeah. going to get a cracking result. Yeah. Some areas you will, some areas you won't. So what's happening in that regard is that those vendors that are sitting in, because days on market is increasing. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. Where it used to take for the first open home, it yeah. is taking the third, taking all the yeah. third. And that's because there's an adjustment in the and expectation the, and the, from the owner. And, as and well. on the back of that, vendors are adjusting. They think the market is absolutely pumping at the moment. Yeah. But they do not know what's happened over the four to, last four to six weeks. So it's yeah. a bit of a shock to them. Um, when we to digest, this, which this, is why, yeah, yeah right yeah. now yeah. properties are sitting on the mi- yeah. market for some time Something. because the, the mindset is adjusting. The vendor's yeah. mindset is adjusting. Should I accept this yeah. or am I going to be able to get a better offer if I wait yeah. a little bit longer? Yeah. And given the feedback and the experience that we've seen, the uh, the prices don't typically increase yeah. after six to eight weeks of being on the market. Right. People start thinking there's something wrong with And the there's topic. no risk of gambling in this market as well. If you've got a serious offer on the table, yeah. you should take it. You know, rather than gambling for the extra twenty to fifty grand, depending on the price range, mm. um, you should take it and run and, and move on to the next transaction. Otherwise, you, once your property uh, becomes stagnant on the market, people start to think, "What's wrong with the property?" There's nothing yeah. wrong with Why the property. Why is it selling? Yeah, it's just not price right. Expectations yeah. changing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you for that, David. Um, and in terms of rentals, so look, rentals is still strong, but we are also seeing that people are becoming picky in what they're applying for. Some properties that are houses, definitely going to have a lot more uh, interest and a lot more applications to go through. But with the properties that are units, yeah. granny flats, some of those less uh, attractive properties that a family would uh, consider, that's where people are, um, you know, we've had uh, multiple inspections for a property, for example, where people are coming through, but they're saying, I want to take my time. I want to see what else is out there mm. and then make a decision on what I do. So uh, from uh, from those that are considering buying investment properties, you know, do your research around of what sort of property you're looking for, what kind of area you're looking for and what the renter profile is in that area. Again, we're happy to help you to guide you on that. But that's definitely critical mm. in terms of releasing the property because, again, uh, the owner's expectation is that oh, I'm going to get a lot more. My property is going to get rented yeah. out in one yeah. week. I'm going to get a lot more. But sometimes, depending on the property, yeah. depending on the area, yeah. it's not delivering the result that it did. So, um, And the other big news that is in the pipeline, which hasn't yet eventuated, it hasn't yet hit the main media, is the conversation about limiting rent increases to CPI yeah. in residential yeah. properties. This is a bill that has not yet passed um, uh, any of the government, uh, the lower end and so on. So it is something that is developing. The um, uh, Our Real Estate Institute of New South Wales is lobbying against that because I'm sure as, as a land, a property owner, if you're going to be told you can only increase a property, uh, the rent by yeah. 2% or 3%, which is a typical range of inflation, uh, it's going to make it less attractive for you to buy, so which means less 
uh, availability of stock, which puts further upward pressure on the prices. So um, interesting to see what um, is going to happen in the rental market again, trying to focus on reducing the cost of living, the way that the rents are increasing. Uh, you know, there is talks about how we can help the tenants agree that we need to have yeah. that sort of relief. But at the same time, whatever decision gets made, is going to have a flow-on effect on what happens in uh, the appetite for investors of uh, investing in uh, in the market, yeah, residential right. market. But overall, I think the rental market is, is very strong at the moment. Good quality properties. We're getting a number of applications. Yeah. I think the properties that are slightly struggling compared to others are the, are the stock down. standard properties that need yeah. a bit of work. So if you buy a property in the right location, mm. good school catchment, close to the station, yeah. you'll always win. Uh, and it is uh, uh, end of May. End of financially coming very soon. So if you are looking to doing some upgrades on your property, your tax returns are not far mm. long to, uh, to to do. So if your property needs a bit of love, make sure you are I investing what, money. I what, think what people need to understand is when you buy an investment property, it's like a business. So you investing right. in property. So you've got to always allow for wear and tear costs associated with the property. Mm. So, yeah, I know a lot of landlords when it comes yeah, to Yeah, it hurts to, to, to spend money, money, but let's not right. have that mentality. Yeah. You are buying a property which is making you money. So it is a business. So just as you would if you owned a shop front, yeah. you would be investing back into that property. It's the same thing with residential properties. And the more love and care you give to the property, the, the better we looked after and yeah, better That's return it. in the future. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for listening, for tuning in. If there are any other questions afterwards, we're more than happy to answer them for you. And then um, stay tuned for some of the uh, upcoming episodes. We are actively reaching out to um, guest speakers. So if you know someone uh, that would be worth uh, for us listening to, getting their insight on anything to do with real estate or finance, happy to uh, reach out to them. So do feel free to get in touch and we'll see you guys next week. Tune in again. Have a good rest of the afternoon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our channel for weekly episodes. See you guys next time.